It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, technical editor Kira Pace and educator Lori Fisher. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne. Welcome, everybody, to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely morning. It looks like a very lovely morning. But before you run out and do whatever you need to do, we do hope you will settle back and give us an hour of your time and hopefully participate in our quiz. And Minds Over Matter, after all, is an audience participation quiz program. So, of course, that's what we are looking for. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you as soon as possible because... That's the way the show works best. We want you to give give us a call uh, as soon as you can, and then we will put you on the air, and you can ask us your question or give us your answer. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. Just to remind you that we have an email address as well, and you can contact us through email. We prefer you call because we'd much rather talk to you. But if you want to just use email, that is fine too. And that address is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S. O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Of course, you can hear us in live stream at kalw.org. And, of course, you can hear the podcast reasonably soon after our show today, and that will be at kalw.org and Apple and a lot of other places. But start with KLW. I'm sure that would be appreciated. Again, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. So before you run off to vote in the South Carolina primary, just just give us a call and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're going to start with a round of reductions and then a round of questions. And here's the first. Here comes the sun and Kira Pace says... It's all right. It is. It is all right. It is all right. Yeah. Finally, Lori Fisher has something in common with Odysseus, not the Greek god, but the spacecraft. To quote the New York Times, they are both lying on their side, but still functional. And that should be just enough. I think it is enough. And scientists, more scientists, have discovered the brightest object in the universe. Sadly, it turned out not to be our moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Once again, coming in. (laughs) <laughs> second uh at and, least you're on the list yeah well <laughs> we'll see uh so we will start the questioning with secure pace all right um i'll start with these i am going to give you the name of a fictional television show within a real television show you tell me the title of the real television show <clears throat> so there will be eight of these so get ready to write so, Matt, just before you start, so are uh-huh. these all, so these are all TV series? These are all, yeah, it's a fake, 
I'll give you the first one and you'll know where I'm going because there's no way you don't know the first one. Uh, the first one is The Happy Homemaker. Uh, the second one is FYI. Number three is Brazos. B-R-A-Z-Z-O-S. Brazos. Uh, number four is Queen of Jordan. Uh, number five is Six Sad World. Uh, number six is The Passions of Santos. Uh, number seven is the Alan Brady Show. And number eight is American Duos. Duos. And I lied. Duos. D-U-O-S. There's going to be nine because I just want to do this one. Pigs in space. Pigs in space. <laughs> so they are, again, again, these are these are fake television shows within real television shows. So you tell me the real television show that it is a fake TV show on. Uh, and again, they are The Happy Homemaker, FYI, Brazos, Queen of Jordan, Six Sad World, The Passions of Santos, The Alan Brady Show, American Duos, and Pigs in Space. Well, we'll give Joanne credit for knowing The Happy Homemaker is Mary Tyler Moore. So That is correct. Happy Homemaker is indeed Mary Tyler Moore. All right, Lori. All right. I have two, I think. One is low-hanging fruit. The Alan Brady show is the Dick Van Dyke show. It is the Dick Van Dyke show. And I think Brazos uh-huh. is Murders in the Building. I think that was Steve Martin's old TV show in the new TV show. Is that it? Uh, I will give you credit. It is only Murders in the Building, oh, okay. as they will only <laughs> solve the murders that are in the building. So far. Anyway, so far. Okay. Yeah. So those, I have one more maybe, but Dana, go ahead. Um, well... I guess the hard one for me, the Six Sad World, that's from Daria, I believe. Yes. Six Sad World is Daria. And could you go over the other ones just once more, please? Yep. FYI, Queen of Jordan, The Passions of Santos, American Duos, and Pigs in Space. Well, Pigs in Space, somebody somebody will get. Uh, uh, FYI is Murphy Brown. That is correct. That's what I thought. Good. Uh, anyway, okay, we can leave it there, and then uh, you can let the audience see what they can get. So just go over the ones that are left once sure. more. Uh, once more, these are the fake TV shows in real TV shows. The ones we have left are Queen of Jordan, The Passions of Santos, American Duos, and Pigs in Space. All right. And Lori, go ahead. All right. Well, I am looking over the Oscars for this year and notice that three uh, nominees for Best Actor are nominated for playing real people. So Bradley Cooper is nominated for playing Leonard Bernstein, Coleman Domingo for Bayard Rustin, and Celine Murphy for J. Robert Oppenheimer. So I wondered how often this happened, more than I thought. So I'm going to do that three times in the 2000s this has occurred, where three people have been nominated for playing real people. And in every case, one of them has won. So I'm going to give you three names of real actors. You tell me who they played. And uh, we'll see how hard or easy this is. I'm going to do two different years, and we'll see how this goes. In 2005, David Strathorn, Joaquin Phoenix, and Philip Seymour Hoffman were all nominated. And who'd they play? And the other one I want to ask is, 
Willem Dafoe, oh, this is 2018, Willem Dafoe, Christian Bale, and Rami Malek were all nominated for playing real people. So those are the six that are out there. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Joaquin Phoenix, and David Strathairn in 2005. Rami Malek, Christian Bale, and Willem Dafoe in 2018. And I'll give you, since there's six of them, like each. Um, well, 2008. Um, yeah, I, I, only know the, I only know the two winners, which I feel I can probably leave for the audience, uh, which means I don't think... Oh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, and the name of his movie, you remember? Oh, uh, Walk the Line. Very good, so bell for that one. Mm-hmm. The same year as also Philip Seymour Hoffman and David Strathern. Well, Philip Seymour often must be the when he won as Capote. It is. Very good. 2005. Okay. And, and uh, David Strathern is the one that throws me a little bit. Um, but what the Willem Dafoe was Van Gogh, right? Yes. Do you, remember, do you remember the name of the movie? Mm, no. It was At Eternity's Gate. Okay. Okay. And then... I think Joanne got David Trithorn, which is Eric Trithorn. I'm not sure I pronounced his name. He was Edward R. Murrow in Good Night and Good Luck. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're still looking for Rami Malek and Christian Bale. And since those went very quickly, I'll throw in in 2021, very recently, Andrew Garfield, Javier Bardem, and Will Smith were also nominated for real playing real people. And one of them won. Let's leave that one out there for the audience for now. All right. All right. And if you'd like to join us, the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi. This is Meredith in Sacramento. Hi. Hi. Um, so Queen of Jordan is 30 Rock, I believe. You are correct. Yes, you are right. <laughs> so good. And yeah. of course, Pigs in Space is the Muppet Show. Of course it is. <laughs> good job. Nice job. Pigs in Space. <laughs> Excellent. And, and Robbie Malik, Robbie Malik played Freddie Mercury. He did. What was the name of the movie? Do you remember? Oh my God. Oh. It was. <laughs> I've seen a little silhouette of a man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bohemian. Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Thank you That's very much. That's it. There you go. You're doing and great. Will, Will, Will Smith was um, Father Williams. Um, uh, that's it. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, well, that's close enough. Richard, Richard yeah, Williams, and I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the movie. Yeah, Serena and Venus Williams' father yeah. in King yeah. Richard. Very good, and he won that's for that right. as well. Very good. Okay, that's what I got. Excellent. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good job. Bye. He did great. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or answer for us, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Our panelists today, that would be Kara Pace, technical editor, Lori Fisher, teacher at Diablo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. And you're listening to us on... 91.7 FM, that is K-A-L-W, your local public radio station. All right, let me give you a couple of questions here. 
Uh, of the 70 most touristed cities in the world, most popular cities with tours, what is the one with the most public restrooms per capita? <laughs> and, you know, there's, those, those can be very difficult to find sometimes. Of the 70 most touristed cities in the world, what is the one with the most public restrooms per capita? Who's very sanitation conscious and also good public infrastructure? What about uh, could be a series of buckets on the street? I don't know, but uh, yeah, I said Tokyo, and I think uh, it looks like Joanne has also said Tokyo. So we've got two votes for Tokyo. Uh, Tokyo, no, is not that good, apparently. Uh, uh, But uh, but no, it's not Tokyo. Tokyo. It's 70 cities. That's a long list. All right. right. I'm going to go with Europe. I'm going to guess, excuse me, Madrid. Not Madrid. Madrid. Uh, And I'm going to have a follow-up guess of Rome, but not the toilet seats, just the toilets. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say how clean they were. They said they had... I didn't say they weren't clean. They just don't have toilet seats. So, no, not wrong. Uh, so, of the 70 most touristed cities in the world, uh, which is the one with the most public restrooms per capita? Okay, per capita. All right, and uh, second question. Of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? Uh, Lincoln is not one of them, by the way, so I'll, I'll spare you that. So of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? Probably Ben Franklin. No. What? Shenanigans. Joanne guesses John F. Kennedy. No. I'm going to guess, my first guess will be Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is one. Yes. Okay, there you go. Uh, so of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? Not Lincoln, not Benjamin Franklin, um, but Thomas Jefferson is one. And I'm on the what's that? I, let me ask you a question. Are any of them lyricists? So it would be their songs that are quoted or is that no. not part of this? Okay. No. Not, okay. I'm not saying it could not be part of it, but it, they're not in the five okay. most quoted Americans. Let's put it Cole Porter's way. not on the list. No, 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 no. So leave that out. So once more, uh, of the 70 most touristed cities in the world, which is the one with the most public restrooms per capita? And of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? Not Lincoln, not Benjamin Franklin. Thomas Jefferson is one. Got that. Who are the other four? And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. And this beautiful Good morning, Tom and Debbie. And uh, Singapore. How about that for the toilet? Oh, that's a, quite a good guess, I, I, I suspect. Uh, but no, it's not Singapore. And Paris? Paris is it. Ooh. Paris is number one. Yes. Right. Way to go, Paris. Well, so the governor of New York has recently appointed 
an ambassador of loneliness. It's an honorary position, and it actually went to Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Dr. So Ruth. what necessitated this? Uh, there's a, 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 a recent single resident of New York now getting a lot of attention, and the presence of this is what prompted the appointment of a loneliness ambassador. Well, I know she personally has been pushing for this for quite a while, that she sort of switched her emphasis from sex to the problem of loneliness in society, uh, especially among older people. Um, uh, But are you asking for one particular name of of somebody who may have... Yeah, there's... Well, (laughs) I didn't say somebody, um, but there is a, a relative new resident of mostly Manhattan. Oh, is it an animal? It is an animal, actually. Oh, is it a panda? Not the panda. Well, it's not like a swan or something like that, is it? Uh, I know that it's some animal that mates for life and they lost its mate kind of thing. It is avian. Penguin? Avian as in bird-like. Yeah, penguin? I'm sorry? A penguin? No. No. It's, it wasn't Flacco the owl, was it? It sure was. <laughs> oh, because Flacco unfortunately passed away the other day. So, uh, did you hear about that? I, don't, I hope I'm I not the bearer of that news. No. I'm sure it'll be not. times, but I missed it. She, no, yeah, they were she, worried uh, that Flacco lacked a mate, so they wanted to get Dr. Ruth Westheimer involved. So she's working with owls now? I had no idea. You really got <laughs> Unfortunately, to human Flacco, uh, Flacco ran into a building, apparently, and uh, and fell. They found her, or is it her, on the sidewalk. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, that did not end as well as wow. possible. No, I, I did not know that part, or I would have spared her the question. So I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, in a very different vein, um, there was a recent poll of, uh, professions in terms of those held in highest esteem by the general public. And there's quite, I mean, they mention all the major ones, and at the top of the list is one that 78% of adults said this profession had high or very high ethical standards. Can you tell me which profession was thusly judged? I know nursing is usually quite high. I'm sorry, say again? N- nursing, I know, is quite is usually pretty high. Bing! Uh, oh, is it, oh, is it nursing? Okay. Nursing's number one, followed by veterinarians. Um, uh, airline pilots are usually pretty high on that list, too. This, this was a snapshot of maybe only six or seven of the professions on the list, and it didn't happen to go there. It did things like engineers, doctors, etc. So take a guess as to who brings up the bottom at six percent politicians mm. yeah pretty much u.s senators and members of congress so. yeah, they count as politicians <laughs> well wow. on that cheery note uh, <laughs> i do still love the show and thank you for the update on falco may he rest in here yes rest in peace. sorry to be the bearer of bad news there you go okay i learned thank you very much why you should listen to the show all righty bye <laughs> bye all the news. 
let's see. So Mark and Tina and CM all wondered whether Mark Twain was one of the most quoted Americans in the Oxford English Dictionary. And that is correct. Mark Twain Excellent. is one of the most quoted Americans. Number three on that list. So far, we have Mark Twain and Thomas Jefferson, who are the other three on the list. And it gets a little harder after those two. Uh, okay. Are they, are they all men? They are all men. They're all men. And um, let's see. Just to remind you, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. And Kira, I believe it's your turn. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what is the largest city in the path of both the twenty seventeen and the twenty twenty four total solar eclipses? Mm-hmm. It's one of two actual cities named in Johnny Mercer's lyrics for the song "Hooray for Hollywood." Ooh. Great clue. Hurry for Hollywood. Ah. I have to go through the lyrics in my head. Well, while you do that, I can ask you another question if you'd like. Or you yeah, can go through the lyrics in your head. Okay. Well, no, I'll take you off. All right. Uh, well, this is a two-parter then. Uh, Fear and Trembling was a title suggested by the studio for a movie that was ultimately given what other name? Part two of that is who wrote the 1843 work, also called Fear and Trembling, or uh, in its original language, uh, Frud O. Bevan. Frud O. Bevan. So the original, originally uh, in German, it was Fear and Trembling, and it became a famous movie, and it was after that. And right? Not German, I believe it's Danish. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, you were close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's a very well-known movie now, right? Yes. And uh, Fear and Trembling was suggested by the studio because the studio hated the title by which it is known so famously. Well, huh. it, I'm no expert on this, but being Danish and given the midnight, the early 19th century and the title, it's... <laughs> It sounds like a book of philosophy to me. Yeah. Or something close to it. So, and the only Danish philosopher I know is Kierkegaard. Yes, Soren uh, Kierkegaard, uh, who wrote it as Johannes de Silentio, or John of the Silence. He wrote the 1843 work Fear and Trembling. So that is correct. Uh, so still just need... Uh, Fear and Trembling was a title suggested by the studio for a movie that was ultimately given what other name? Um, and also what is the largest city in the path of both the 2017 and 2024 total solar eclipses? It's one of two actual cities named in Johnny Mercer's lyrics for Hooray for Hollywood. In and the Fear and Trembling, uh, what era of movie are we talking about? Late 1950s. Sure. Late 1950s. Something based on Kierkegaard. It's not based on Kierkegaard. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, it just oh, happened no, okay. to have the same name. No, okay, I see. Is, it a, is oh. it a Hitchcock film by any chance? Could be. Ooh, nice. Well, it's the right age Late for 50s. Hitchcock uh, films. Right. Sure. So, late 50s Hitchcock, that would deal with some weird 
weirdness like that, like vertigo, maybe. Yes. Uh, also suggested for this movie, Without a Trace, Dark Tower, and Face in the Shadow, which was not mm-hmm. used because it sounded too much like Face in the Crowd. So, nice job, Vertigo. Nice. All right. You know, I think, uh, and I know this doesn't factor into your question, but I think there was actually a movie called Fear and Trembling. Um, uh, I can't tell you anything about it, but the name sounds so familiar to me that Anyway, somebody can look it up. Uh, all right. Let's see. Where are we now? Uh, let's go to a call. Are oh, you on Minds Ever Matter? Is that me? It is you. Oh, okay, this is Roger in San Francisco. Hi. And um, let's see. Um, on February 11th, they had a shooting at a mega church, a Lakewood church in Houston. And they mentioned at the time that this was the biggest megachurch in the U.S., and it may be. Figures are very inaccurate. But looking at the list, I wanted to see who were the biggest megachurches in the world, and the Lakewood Church is rather small compared. What is the biggest megachurch in the world? You mean in terms of attendance? Now, this is in terms of average weekly attendance. I never remember the names of the churches. I just remember the names of the the whatever the televangelists. Is it the Joel Austin one? Oh, that's the one they had the shooting. Oh, that's the where they had the shooting. Okay, yeah. sorry, don't mind me. Yeah. What first of all, what is a mega church? How do they define mega church in terms of weekly attendance? How many people make a mega church? Over, is it over twenty thousand? It's ten thousand. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. So the uh, Lakewood Church is listed as having 52,000 weekly attendance. And these are, spec- these are difficult numbers to verify because the churches report them. So, but the, uh, well, what is the biggest one? Is it? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, is it outside the United States? It's not in the U.S. In fact, the Lakewood Church, uh, if it's the largest in church, would be number eight on the list. Mm. Ooh. Like to have the beer and pretzel concession. Oh, is it the one in Australia? Nope, none of them oh, are okay. in Australia. Oh. I, I was, I was another, it, another interesting thing of the top ten mega churches. These are basically Protestant Christians. Um, six of them are the same denomination. What denomination is that? Well. So would be something like, as in Pentecostal. Number one, the biggest one is, in fact, Pentecostal, yes. And so it's by would far that the be, biggest. It's by far, it's the big, big, biggest. Would that be South America, then? No. Not, okay, then it would be Africa. No. Then oh. It, then it would be Asia. Yes. So is it, in, is it in India? Uh, the second biggest is in India. Is the first is is it in Phil- the Philippines the first one? And there's one in the Philippines, but it's not the biggest. The biggest by far. The the, the average weekly attendance is four hundred and eighty thousand. No. It's a Pentecostal church. Where is it? Quite a venue. And then how about Korea? It's in South Korea. Korea, Seoul. It's the Assembly of God. Now, um, let's see. Now, uh, oh, oh, 
of the largest churches, let's say, um, let's say, what are the biggest church, the actual church buildings? Of the church's buildings, what are the biggest church buildings in the world? Now, these would be churches that can hold this large number of people in one sitting. Which is the biggest? I don't know. I know the biggest. Of the the top ten biggest churches, six of them are in one country. Which country? Yeah, Italy must be one. Well, the... Uh, St. Peter's true probably is the biggest megachurch in the world, but that's not listed here because it's it's Catholic. These are Protestants. These are megachurches. Oh. Um, and, the, and the weekly attendance at St. Peter's is a lot less than 480,000. Right. Well, is it in one of the countries that we mentioned earlier, like India? Uh, no. Okay. No, the uh, the biggest is in the of the of the six that are in this uh, are in the same country. The biggest is there. The second biggest is there. The third biggest is there. The fourth biggest is there. The sixth biggest is there. I still want to say Africa. Um, it is Africa. And I, I, I know Ethiopia? that. Yeah. I, no, I think it may be Nigeria or, or in Nigeria. Uh, six of the top biggest ten. Pentecostal, uh, biggest uh, churches, biggest mega churches are in Nigeria. The biggest, the Hand of God Cathedral in Port Harcourt, which supposedly can hold 120,000 people. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. uh, yeah, and of the uh, most quoted Americans, is Noam Chomsky one? No, it's not Noam Chomsky. And what about Noah Webster? Uh, not Noah Webster either. Nobody named nope. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Great show today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday, at, or excuse me, Saturday at 10 a.m. I uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Feel free to give us a call. We always love to hear from you out there uh, with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free. 866-798-8255. Let's quickly go over the questions we have out. And Kira, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, I've given you the names of some fictional TV shows within a real TV show, and I want you to tell me the title of the real TV show. The ones we have left are The Passions of Santos and American Duos. Also, what is the largest city in the path of both the 2017 and the 2024 total solar eclipses? It's one of two actual cities named in Johnny Mercer's lyrics for the song Hooray for Hollywood. And I am looking for actors who are nominated for Best Actor for playing a real person. And the ones that are left in 2021, the most recent, Javier Bardem and Andrew Garfield. And then from 2018, Christian Bale, all were nominated to, for playing real people. And that's all I have. All right. And all I have here is of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? Oh, Not Lincoln. Uh, Mark Twain was gotten. Thomas Jefferson was gotten. I've gotten a couple of emails that Will Rogers, Will Rogers. But according to the, according to the Oxford English Dictionary list that I um, I uh, 
I'm quoting, he is further down the list. Uh, he's not one of the top five. So, uh, no, he's not how, one. How about FDR? Not FDR. Yeah. No. These are all, I should say, the three that are left are all uh, pre-20th century people. So, keep it in mind. And uh, just want to go over a couple of emails here. Uh, Rita is wondering if the largest city eclipse, what was, I forget exactly how that question was phrased, um, uh, in the path of the eclipse, this one and the one before, I think it was, is Cleveland. She's wondering that. Uh, it is not Cleveland. Okay. Is it a Midwestern city? It is. Uh, Cleveland was not in the path of the, the, the 2017 eclipse. And it's not mentioned in the song either, right? I don't Correct. think it's mentioned. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, Janos uh, says Fear and Trembling was a film. I knew it was a film. And uh, it says a very good um, 2000, 2003 Belgian film. Or no, about a Belgian woman's mistreatment in a Japanese office. Excuse me. So it says very good. Okay. And uh, what else we have here? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Ambrose Bierce. Uh, Michael was wondering if Ambrose Bierce is one. He is not. And uh, Carlton was wondering if H.L. Mencken was one. And he is not. Uh, so, and then somebody else wondered if Mae West was one, that would be interesting. But that is not. It is not Mae West. So, okay. And Lori, I think it's your turn. It is. Um, there was a disturbing article to me this week in the Chronicle about. The precipitous drop in enrollment at uh, California State University. Sonoma State has lost a third of its students and San Francisco State 20%. So I asked a version of this question before. I want to know which are the three largest California State universities with student undergraduate student population and the three smallest. And that's, and they're all shrinking, but I was interested in the three largest and the three smallest. I'll give you a couple of guesses each. Uh, so I'm sorry, you said not University of California. You said yeah, these, these are all no. So these are not UCs. These are the CSUs. There's 19 campuses of those, and they're so it's not UC Berkeley or UCLA or any of the UCs. So they all have state in their name. They would be like San Francisco State or Sonoma State. That would be in their name. Yeah, isn't like Cal State, the Southern California ones, the Cal State Long Beach, or or that's pretty large. Uh, it's it doesn't make the list, but it that's you're in the right. You're in. The, that that's what we're looking for. It's long, things like Long Beach State, but these are much bigger than that. Cal Poly? No, Cal Poly's pretty on the smallish size. Well, you're asking for biggest and smallest, right? I am. I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, it does. It doesn't make either. Yeah. Okay. The smallest has a hundred eight hundred and eight students, and the largest has nearly forty thousand. There's quite a range. And as a trivia fact, there's four hundred fifty-seven thousand students enrolled in our CSU system, so it's mm-hmm. an enormous system. All right. All right. Leave that out. We'll, okay. Um, so we're looking for the three largest and the three smallest in student population of the CSUs, all of which are declining in population as are community colleges. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, good morning. This is Eat. So um, we have two planets in our solar system that have no moons and one planet that have uh, two moons and the, all our neighbors. So which one of them is the is Earth's evil twin? 
That's the easy, v- right? Venus. That okay, one is Venus. And the other one is Mercury. Now, the one, which planet, the closest path, actually, that have two moons. Mars. Sarah did all this studying and you didn't let her... I know, that's fine. <laughs> it's Mars is the one with two Mars. It is Mars. It is Mars. Yeah. It is Mars. And sadly, one of them is going to fall in the... And the planet was in the next 50,000 years. So Mars eventually going to have only one moon. And then, as you know, our beautiful moon is getting away from Earth eventually after many, many, many years. Earth is going to become moonless. Second question, very quickly. I refuse to watch the movie Oppenheimer because I met Oppenheimer in Berkeley uh, some years before he died. He was teaching at, at uh, uh, another school in the East Coast. I always forget the school. But I did. he did teach a couple of classes at Cal, UC Berkeley, physics department. So I wish to see it. Uh, Oppenheimer uh, was a great man, was a really, really great man. So everybody should see the movie and um, uh, he, he's a great man. But that gives you my age. You know, you know how old I am? It's a question, uh, th- honestly. 38, you're 38 years old. Well, you know something? You're perfect. Just reverse the eight and the three. You'll be right. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> 83. 83. 83. I can't believe it was that long. I just okay. mixed up. I mixed them up, yeah. Yeah, well, 83. 83. <laughs> okay. All right. So with that in mind, there's two great professors at Cal. My professors, great people, great physicists. They won the Nobel Prize uh, uh, for physics in 1959. Both of them were great physicists, and not only their theory was so successful, it is the basis for all of the research done at CERN. All nuclear physics discovered in the last 50 years have due to because of the theory. What is their name? I know I asked the question before, but... No, no. I, I, I tell you, but I just like to bring the memory in life which is, one was Owen Champlin, very great physicist, and the other one was Emilio Segrey, and just last, 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 I like to bring the memory of uh, Samira Musa, who, who Oppenheimer called luminary of his team, and she was called the mother of nuclear physics. Sadly, Samira Musa was abducted and killed from our own city of Berkeley in 1952. Always a great show, and I'm sorry I bring this crazy, wild uh, question, but it is People get interested in that. Thank you. All of the good show. Thank you again. Have a good day. Thank you. Uh, all right. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. Feel free to give us a call, 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. I think it's my turn, actually. So... I can't remember whether this has been asked or not, to be honest, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask it if it has, has. What is the single most quoted, continuing on with my Oxford English Dictionary stuff, uh, what is the single most quoted work in Oxford English Dictionary after the Bible? Obviously, the Bible is one, number one. But what is the single most quoted work in the Oxford English Dictionary after the Bible? Kara, hmm. what do you got? Yeah, nothing. Um, is it a work of Shakespeare? It is a work of Shakespeare. All right. Uh, how's about Hamlet? That is correct. Very it's good. Going. Logic there. All right. Yeah, I have a feeling that I have a feeling that was going to get caught. Yeah. Uh, Hamlet says a lot of words, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. 
They're having talk, the rest talk, of the talk, talk, talk. That's all it is, man. <laughs> too much, too little action, too much talk. Um, so, all right, I'll give you one more question here. Uh, this is a little convoluted. What was the first U.S. city not to be located in any of the 13 original colonies to be one of the 10 most populous cities in the United States? What was the first U.S. city not to be in the 13 original colonies to be one of the 10 most populated cities in the United States? Hmm. So when they, they started keeping the list of the top 10 most populous. Yeah, they did that very early. Yeah, in the 1700s, say, okay. Yeah. Probably. My first impulse, oh, go ahead. I was going to say Chicago, but I think that's going to be too far. Too far east, west? Yeah, and, yeah. But Chicago. Uh, not Chicago. I mean, obviously, Chicago ended up there eventually, but but it wasn't the first one. Is it east of Chicago? Uh, east of Chicago. Yes, it's east yeah. of Chicago. I feel like it's going to be something in so Ohio. How about in Ohio, yeah. Right? So I'll go, I'll go with on the water. So I'll go with Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. No, nope. you give Cleveland too much credit. <laughs> um, it's on the water. So that's what I figure. It's going to be a port city or port-ish. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> right. uh, well, or a transportation hub, you know. Yeah, well, Chicago's that. But Chicago's too late. Is that what you're saying? Too late to make the top ten? Somebody made yeah, it. Uh, no, well, to be the first. Yeah. Eventually, it just wasn't the first. So, again, what was the first U.S. city not to be located in any, in any of the 13 original U.S. colonies to be one of the 10 most populated cities in, in the country? No, it wasn't Chicago. So the yeah. first one outside of the 13 original colonies to be one of the 10 most populated cities. What about what about uh, maybe Nashville? Nashville, no, I that's don't because think Tennessee was one of the earlier states. Is yeah, all that's, I was thinking. That's a good but, point, hmm. uh, but no, not Nashville. Uh-uh. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of big cities before they became states too, right? Yeah. Keep it in mind. Yeah. Yes, keep it in mind. And all right, let me just look at the email for a second here. Chris is wondering if the actor in the real role. Christian Bale, is that is that one of the people you're looking for? I am. Uh, as Ken Miles in Ford versus Ferrari. But I'm not think that's that's the is that the one? Yeah, that's the, not the, the one. That's not the role. Yeah, he might have played that, but he was not nominated for an Academy Award for that in a year where three people were nominated for playing real people. Uh oh, right, 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 right. Okay. And um and Eve is wondering one of the five most quoted Americans in the Oxford English Dictionary is Dorothy Parker. No, it is not Dorothy Parker. How about Horace? And how about Horace Greeley and the quoted people? Not Horace Greeley. Ah. How many? How many? Give me how many Horace Greeley quotes can you think of other than "Go west, go, young man"? Go west, go east. Yeah, yeah, uh, see, and stay home. That's, that's the only one everybody thinks of. And um, one second. And. Um, Let's see. Chris is also wondering if the San Diego State is the one with the largest population. It. Let me double check. It is the second most largest. Give him about thirty six thousand six hundred. All right. There you go. Okay. And um, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, this is Fred in West Virginia. Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you. Yep. I got a little buzz, but not the good kind. Okay, so. Alexei Navalny, you know, took a little bad soup, maybe, at the Gulag Hilton. 
and uh, died. And two prominent politicians or public people have claimed that they are treating, being treated the same way <laughs> by the U.S. government. Trump, yes, is, Trump one. is one, yeah. <laughs> Trump is one, and who else? Huh. How about George Santos? Is no. it George Santos? No. You're buzzing out. Um, He's on trial in England. Oh, and in, oh um, Julian Assange. Yeah. Yeah, right. Julian right, Assange right. says it's similar. Wow. And how many years does he face in prison if convicted on the uh, Espionage Act of 1917? That's a lot. Is it 40s? Give me a bigger one. Bigger number? Go ahead. How many? Years. Uh, but did you just say he can, be he can be paroled after probably 70 years, so it's not that bad. One more, <laughs> one more. Here's a quote. Democracy is two wolves and a rabbit voting on what they should have for lunch. So what's the question? Who said it? That sounds kind of like Mankin to me. No. You mentioned it was one of the prominent uh, quoted... Oh, Mark Twain then? No. Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. No, no. Similar. Oh, it, no. So Will Rogers. He, wore, he invented uh, glasses. He liked yeah, like Franklin. I'm sorry, I just didn't hear the quote, but Franklin, oh. I think, is what you're going for. <laughs> Democracy is two wolves and a rabbit voting on what they should have for lunch. Ah. Kind of cute. Yeah. Okay, That's thank cute. you. Good show. Thank you very much. Appreciate thank it. you. Uh, okay, and let's see, uh, CM is wondering if Christian Bale as Dick Cheney, is that is that one of the... That is true, Dick Cheney in the movie Vice in 2018, very nice. So we're just looking now for Javier Bardem and Andrew Garfield in 2021. Okay, and uh, yes, Deb is, was also wondering if Mark Twain was one of the most quoted Americans, and yes, Deb. He was. And, uh, okay, who's got a, let's see, who has a quick question they want to throw in? Uh, Kira, if you have one, a short if question. If I have one. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, there are four major beauty pageants for women that are known <coughs> as the big four. What are uh, they? Four of them. We need Greg for this one, don't we? <laughs> Greg from Alameda. This is, yeah. this is His awesome. Hand is his hand is shaking so much he probably won't be able to dial the phone. Um, so Miss Universe and uh, Miss America, I would go as my first two. Uh, not Miss America. Miss Ooh. Universe is correct. All right. Miss Universe, Miss USA. Uh, no, these are all uh, these are all worldwide. Oh well, Miss World is one. Miss World, yes. Miss so Miss World, World Miss Universe. Universe. Miss, what are Univer the other Miss Universe takes up more space than Miss World, right? There's many more. Many more yes, uh, that's all right. true. Are any, so, of a, are any of them misses? No, they are okay. all miss. All right. So they're all international, and mm -hmm. uh, so no Miss Teen, nothing, nothing no. like that. No nope. so Miss World, Miss USA. Oh, that's interesting. I, I'm not familiar. Are the other two broadcast in the United States? Uh, you, know? you know, I could not tell you that. I. Mm. <laughs> I'm afraid that uh, I'm not conversant in pageant. Huh. Huh. 
Oh, I'm married to somebody that is, and I still don't know. All right, well, uh, hopefully he calls. You'll talk it over. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, just repeat the question, if you would, please. Sure. Uh, there are four major beauty pageants, and they are worldwide. For women uh, that are known as the big four, what are they? All right. Big four. And they're all still going on. So there is. Yes. They're... Correct. All right. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Do they all have Miss in the title? Or they do type? all have Miss in the title. They yeah. are all Miss. Miss something. Yeah. Bl- miss yeah. Blink. So we have Miss World and Miss Universe Miss looking Dinkin. for two more. Right. So would you, they all, would you say, I wish they all have Miss in the title, but did they all have a superlative like a Miss World or a Miss Universe? Or, uh, I know, mean, describing a a large location, a huge yes. area. Yes, they all have. Ge- it's all a geographical. Yes, they are all secondary. geographical terms, not superlatives, which would you know would end in the ESG. And, and are, the ge- are the geographs smaller than universe and world, or bigger? Is there a mixed galaxy? Uh, so universe is obviously that's the biggest. That's the, biggest. Uh, the rest are on par with world. There. I think they would tie <laughs> with world if we're talking Miss Interplanet. Air, if we're if we're if we're ordering by area, yes, by <laughs> uh, square meters or whatever. So, but it, it can't be anything smaller than world or universe. In other words, if I said Miss Asia, that would not be one. That would not be it. No, Miss All Intergalactic right. Entity. Well, no, that would or, be that would be oh, larger. Too, I think too big. Yeah, yeah. Would be. okay. The Miss larger Moldova pageant that would not be one. <laughs> no. either, so very okay. popular. All right. Okay. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Uh, hi, it's um, Katie F. calling from Allendale Park in Oakland. Hi. And hi. Um, hi, I wanted to guess Patrick Henry. Is he most quoted? He is not. Uh, the The other three on the list are not known as politicians uh, per se they were not elected to any body of of, of the legislature or anything like that so are they oh. are they writers they are more writers than anything else yes uh, and uh, I was for the Christian Bale thing I was gonna guess that um, uh, brother of uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, and it was like a boxing family. Right. That, that was a real person. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. That was a real person. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's nominated, but, but it wasn't in a year where three were nominated to, for playing real people. Oh, okay. And then uh, I have a question. Uh, what's the name of the um, radical women's newspaper that started publishing in the Bay Area and had 50,000 monthly readers uh, 50 years ago next month? that published more than 13 years, for more than 13 years. And the second part of the question is, how many other feminist newspapers were being published during that time across the country? So that's the beginning of the second wave. Hmm. Question. Was this, was this a Bay Area publication? Yes, it started in Berkeley and then it moved to Oakland. But it had a radical woman's perspective, so it wasn't the Berkeley Barb, right? Correct. Okay. It was covered in the Barb, but it's not the Barb. Why? We should know this. I'm embarrassed to know. Here's a hint. 
Where's your studio audience, Lori? <laughs> yeah, actually, you're... you're Our yeah, studio audience should be rushing out here any minute. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only women's newspaper I remember from that time... I'm trying to remember now. I don't know if it's... Honestly, I, I can't say I read it. Uh, <laughs> uh, was... Um, what was it called? Plexus. Plexus. Yes, that is the answer, and uh, in March, uh, next month, it's going to have a um, a 50-year anniversary. It did publish for more than 13 years, and uh, so far as how many other feminist uh, local papers were being published during that time across the country, 250. Whoa. Impressive. And so that's what facilitated the entire second wave, which facilitated um, uh, Roe v. Wade, which facilitated freedom on so many other levels. So, Well, the only reason I, I remember, I'm sorry to say, is that it, it was usually in, they usually had the, the independent papers in piles in various places that uh, was usually next to the gay men's paper. So uh, I remember sure. the name. But that's sure, fine. yeah, exactly. Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday uh, morning at 10 a.m. I uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Give us a quick call if you want. Uh, 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. So Patricia is wondering if Javier Bardeem, uh was nominated for his, she was editorializing, for his awful miscasting as Ricky Ricardo. Hey, uh, the answer is correct. And technically, he was playing Desi Arnaz, not Ricky Ricardo, but that's yeah. absolutely right, in being the Ricardos. <laughs> and he and also like played a real-life Cuban author uh, in Schnabels Before Night Falls, but I don't oh, think yeah. he was nominated for that. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. I don't maybe think he, he might have been. But I don't think it was a triplicate year for nominees for Best Actor. Okay. All right. Real people. Yeah. So, so one that, more. Andrew is that, that was one of the ones you were looking for. Yes, it was. All right. Ridiculously okay. cast as Desi Arnaz. Excellent. And I should say Peter, Peter Fairfield, I don't know, Peter from Fairfield or Peter. Uh, Peter Fairfield uh, asked if the most populous city, or to to go back to my question, the most populous, the first U.S. city not in the not in the thirteen original colonies to be one of the ten most populous cities, and he had the right answer, which is New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. Wow. So nice. thank you, Peter. Good job on that. Good. good. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey there, Danny and Sandra hey. in Albany. In the next, Hi. In the Hi. next of time. Uh, all right, so you've got a couple. Andrew Garfield. He played Jonathan Larson, who won't rent in Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah? Excellent. That is the oh, last one. Very good. Excellent. You knew you could count on me for that, Lori, right? I did. I did. And we were going to extend the show to get you on. Very nice. <laughs> Excellent, yes. All right, well, <laughs> uh, how about the, uh, the, the cleanest city, the most public restrooms? I'm thinking it's a Scandinavian, so I'm, I'm going to ask. Stockholm or Oslo? Well, uh, you're, it is in Europe, and I think it, that was gotten a little bit earlier, and that's Paris. Paris yeah. is the one. Yay, Paris! Good grief. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> I've been to Paris, and I wouldn't have guessed. Um, so uh, the most quoted Americans, 
Um, uh, aspirationally, we really wanted it to be Dorothy Parker. Oh, uh, and we got sniped on Mark Twain. What about Will Rogers? Nope. No, he's further down the list. He's just yeah. now one of the top five, that's all. All right, how about Edgar Allan Poe? No, not Edgar Allan Poe. These are all uh, 19th century American authors or lecturers. All right, well, the heck with them then, because I wanted it to be Tom Lair. Um, so, uh, Eclipse City, uh, I, I almost uh, was going to be in St. Louis for the Eclipse, So, uh, but I don't think that, when you said hurry for Hollywood, I think it's probably Chillicote, Ohio. It's the other one. Yep, the other Uh-oh. one in, in, in Hurry for Hollywood? Oh. Yes, it is the other one. Chillicote is the other uh, real place mentioned. Uh, like Akron? No. Uh, no, it's no. Uh, they come from Chillicotes and... Paducah. 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 Oh, Paducah. All right. Paducah. That's cool. Well, that's, all right, I guess our, our, our last hurrah would be a biggest Cal State campus. Is Chico one? No, it, it is not. She, Chico that? is much smaller than you think. 13,000. Oh, poo. Yeah. Right, well, we're too, too late in the, in the day for my uh, presidential uh, adjacent uh, uh, trivia question. I'll save that for next week. So thank all you. All right, guys. please. Have yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. All right. See ya. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. And let's see. Uh, okay. Let me just check this once more. All right. So I guess we should start to wrap up here. And Kira, I'll start with you. Okay. So the TV shows that we had left were The Passions of Santos. That was from Jane the Virgin. And American Duos was from Psych. The four major beauty pageants for women, uh, international beauty pageants, uh, included Miss World and Miss Universe, which we got, but also Miss International and Miss Earth. <laughs> I've never even heard of Miss Earth. Miss Earth. Talk to Greg, Greg will know. He's taping it as we speak. Mm. Is that it? I have the yep. campus sizes. The three biggest campuses, the two that we didn't get, are Fullerton, which is the biggest with nearly 40,000, and Cal State Northridge. We had somebody got in San Diego. The three smallest in descending order are Humboldt State with 5,800 channel islands, and the smallest with only 800 students is the Maritime Academy. And that's it for me. All right. Of the 500 most quoted people in the Oxford English Dictionary, who are the five most quoted Americans? And they are... Just got an email from Greg. Uh, and they are Ralph Waldo Emerson, number one, Washington Irving, number two, Mark Twain, number three, Thomas Jefferson, number four, and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, number Ooh. five. And uh, no Thoreau. That's what I was going to go with next. Yeah. So anyway, if we can get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. My thanks to our panelists today. That would be Cure Pace Technical Editor, Lori Fisher, Teacher at Dabble Dolly College. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Thanks to Joanne Marr for handling the board and phones. And, of course, our biggest thanks to you out there for taking the time to tune in and call. And have a great week. It's beautiful weather. And please join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.